0: Welcome to the Radically Embodied Love Podcast. Get ready to enter the portal of your cosmic heart so you feel bliss, joy, and union within.
1: With each episode, you will learn practical ways to embody love in your life so it is felt and experienced. Co-hosted by Nathalie Barbek and Jessica Falcon. Hello, and welcome to Radically Embodied Love Podcast. This is Nasrin Barbek with my lovely co-host, Jessica Falcon. And today, we're going to talk about money and wealth. We are close to 2024, and this episode will be released on the first week of January. And I know most of us might have an intention to create more financial freedom for in our life. We want to talk about it. What does that mean? And especially you might hear a lot of in the spiritual realm uh, that is our birthright. What do, you, what do you mean by that? And I hear this, uh, you know, manifestation of money that you need to become a magnet to money. And money, and we want to talk about Personally, in our experience, what do, you, do we mean by that? And I do believe that abundance is our nature. So creating, what does that mean? And money and abundance include money. Is not only money. It can have abundance of love, generosity, compassion. Abundance is... Everything that we experience and our nature, and we can actually go out and look at that there's an abundance that we can witness in nature and we are part of it. But what is the opposite of that? If we truly know we who we are and that innate right of being abundance within us would be at play. But the scarcity and lack, The illusion of scarcity that creates conflict within within our relationship and the world. The wars start because of illusion of scarcity. There's not enough land, there's not enough things to go around, and we have to compete. And competition comes from lack and not having enough. And so we want to discuss what does that mean for us in our life and how can we truly align with that energy because money is energy like everything else so we can actually create more of it with ease and what belief might cause us to actually instead of creating more is repair the energy of money in our life which comes back to a scarcity and lack and what we truly believe who we are and We can talk about this for, like, I'm sure more than 30 minutes that we have. So, but let's start, Jessica. Tell me what's your definition of abundance and what's your idea of living in that true nature that is our birthright and how to create more of that in our life? Well, I think, Nas, thank you. I think that money is
0: a hot topic because we are individually and collectively unraveling ourselves from a history of oppression around money and reclaiming our quote birthright right which is our our birthright to choose for ourselves to have all of our basic needs met without sacrificing the self without coming out of the self without feeling like we have to be controlled or submit to another because the unfortunate reality that we're having to really confront is that money has been historically used to oppress, to control, to dominate, to enslave, to prostitute. And that's why so many of us have an aversion to money unconsciously, even because of this and past lives of money being used quote negatively right for those reasons and and so it can create an internal aversion to having money because having money can make you feel like you're an oppressor because it's been used to oppress particularly if you're energetically sensitive and I know for myself I I did not equate money with spirituality. And the reason we're having this conversation in part today is because Nas and I just, you know, started this conversation around, you know, how the spiritual community is really turning money into something that it's a good thing. It's being equated with spirituality, but unfortunately, it's also being equated with spirituality in a way that isn't always so in a line alignment for the way that I view it. (laughs) So I want to get into that later, but I'll back up first. So we've separated spirituality from money, and that's created our own separation from money, right? And we have to really look at if we want to experience choice, because like it or not, money provides choice in the physical 3D realm based on the society that we have. When we have money, we can choose to do more. When we have money, we can buy what we want. We can go where we want, right? We can live where we want. When we have money, when we don't, that lessens our capacity to choose. So I equate money with choice. And when we're really looking at this, we have to first look at all of our beliefs that we currently have around money, conscious and unconscious, Pull our power back from those beliefs, but also look at what is abundance to us. Like, as you were saying, what is wealth? And yes, money is one avenue, but think about those people. Maybe you're one of them that works, works, works all the time, right? And maybe has a ton of money, quote, in the bank, but that doesn't mean you're abundant. That doesn't mean you're wealthy if you feel enslaved to money. If you feel you never have time to nourish yourself, to take care of yourself, to be with loved ones, to eat amazing, delicious food of the earth, to move your body and play and scream and dance and run and hike and sit in nature and have deep, meaningful conversations and sip your favorite tea or hot cocoa or write all of this true wealth. Because when we want money, what we're wanting is the experience it brings. So the true wealth is our experience. The true wealth is us living a heartful life. The true wealth is love. And that's why I think that as we shift out of the old paradigm of money being used as a system of control, what we're really shifting into is money as love and re-equating money with love as God's source energy, as God is providing for us and and but in order to do that we then have to attune to that frequency of love and invite money in as its own frequency of love and create a new relationship and a new connection rooted in that love does that make sense
1: absolutely your frequency is your currency and you know I always say is not about the material thing or money per se right when we focus on that, then we are in lack in a way. If you go to essence of quality that you wanna create in your life, we don't want money just for money. What is it? The question is to be asked, what is it that I'm trying to experience with having more money? If you think, and we all know that by seeing it over and over in our own society, if you think money bring you happiness, you need to think twice, right? because that's not gonna give you that. What is it truly you want to expect that having money will provide for you? And if you get to essence of that, sure, happiness could be part of it, but the the true fact is if you wanna attract, you already need to create that frequency within yourself. Meaning, if you think it brings freedom, security, happiness, What is the frequency that you can create within yourself that you already can experience that in your life? Security comes from within. No amount of money can make you secure if you already feel within you insecure. And that's when we get in trouble in this, especially in this country, that is never enough. Doesn't matter how much we have. Why is that? Because you within yourself, if you don't have that security, no amount of money can create that. If you don't feel good enough, you never feel that's enough stuff that you can have, enough money that you can have. So creating that frequency, that essence within yourself first will actually allow you to really in a like organic way, create more of that um, and opening the door to, receiving, meaning you really truly recognize that you're worthy of anything that you want. There is no limitation. You don't need to compete for it, but you do need to open within yourself that ability to see that all you need to do is get to the essence of what you're trying to create. And from that place, Already live that essence, because we can, as you said, more love, right? More joy. All of these are things that we can create within ourselves. And then when we do that, we actually become, now that there's a magnetic to that energy, now that can be money, right? Just abundance that we we see out there. And uh, examine our belief that what is it that holds us back from believing that within ourselves?
0: We have to examine the beliefs because the old beliefs don't serve us. Mm -hmm. And the old beliefs can hold us back from transitioning into a new paradigm, Mm -hmm. right? Almost everything right now is being transitioned out of a very old paradigm based on fear and lack and control into a new paradigm based on choice and freedom and desire and right. And whether it be relationships, whether it be money, right. There, there are so many things that we are, we are making that shift Mm -hmm. into and that requires us to literally like uproot all the old Not to stay in it, not to identify with it, but we have to uproot it out of our energetic body. We have to uproot it out of our subconscious mind, which is in the physical body. We have to uproot it out of our conscious mind and thoughts and beliefs. We have to uproot it and look at it and then go, "Hmm, is this in alignment with my soul's truth? If not, what is my soul's truth? Well, okay. And this is a, this is a process that I take clients through in my activate the wealth that is your birthright program, because it can't be done in 30 minutes, right? This is a process. So don't think that as we're talking about this, we're like, yeah, it's this simple. And it's this easy and it's black and white. It's not black and white. It's not simple. It's multi-layered. I've had year long, years long journey with money myself, particularly opening, right? Like having a soul mission that requires money and And leaving relationships that required money and living on my own for most of my life, requiring money, like really looking at money through so many different contexts. So it's it's complex, but it's partly complex because the more we work with money consciously, the more we come into our power and soul truth out of the old matrix and programming. So going back to what I was saying, um, when we are uprooting these old beliefs and looking at them, We then have the opportunity to go, okay, well, I've been told this, I've been bound by this. Now I get to release this. Might be uncomfortable, but I get to release these fears and the way that I've given power over to money. Let money decide for me, my worth, who I am, my value, my success, what I do. When we are allowing money to determine our worth, for example, we are completely out of our power and sovereignty, and that's something we have to work consciously to bring back. When, when you know, this society basically says, and this is the problem with a lot of the spiritual quote talk around money, is it's like, well, if you're spiritual and you're doing everything correctly, you should have millions, right? That's what I you see, and that's what you hear, and there's this, this weird thing out there that is still giving power to money, as the determining factor of who you are and your worth and your soul and whether or not you're spiritual. Nothing outside of you gets to determine that. Nothing. Nothing. You can be in your most aligned, soulful state and have zero money. I've been there. I remember in 2017, I think it was, I was on a spiritual pilgrimage and I was running out of money. Like I had Hardly enough money to even just get back home. And I was in this such a, like, God is my source. Such a powerful spiritual state of Needing sometimes to go through those circumstances in order to remember that we are the ones in power, in order to remember that we do not need anything outside of us to be whole, to be complete, to be worthy, to be valuable. And as long as we are still putting money on this pedestal or giving it, letting it decide for us, we're missing the point
1: yeah you're still giving your power away to money basically because that's the same thing doesn't matter in the spiritual community or in culture our culture everything is defined by how much money you have they put value and i hear that people talk about the people who have money like they have more value than people who don't have it right and then what happened to these people when they actually have money and they lose it right Their life is meaningless. They lost everything because all their value and worth was based on how much money they were making. And all of a sudden, that's gone. Then you're nobody, right? So it it, it is the same thing. You're giving your power. And again, it comes back to me. Sometimes I feel like part of that is coming still from lack. Because if you never feel okay, that is good enough, you have to make million. Why do you need to make millions to be happy and joyful and have enough to live your life in joy and happiness? Is there something wrong with that, right? The message is that you have to make millions to, like, what does that say? That I am not enough. And there is not enoughness inside me. So I need to, uh, come, uh, to just get it from material world from money. So makes me feel that I'm somebody that I'm important, that I'm good enough, that I'm worthy, which is actually to me is, sh- is a sign of opposite of that. If that is become your focus only, that is in order for you to achieve your spiritual path, you need to necessarily make money uh, on that, or in any other way, then where are you giving your power uh, to? what do you get in your power too, right? And it's just, I, to me right now, what what I think in my own life, I do believe that definitely your belief makes a difference because if you happen to grow up with a lot of money, then it is, I see it, it's always easier to create money because you, you don't right away go to the lack and fear of not having because you never had experienced that uh, really so the fear is not there. So it allow you, allow yourself and the expectation of money. Like I always felt like no matter what, I'll, I will have always enough. And I will, you know, and that has always been my experience that I never felt that I didn't have enough. But my definition of enough wasn't that I have to have millions to be happy and joyful, you know, or any of that. So I think the important thing is, like, again, what state of being do you want to live in, right? Do you want to be in peace and joy? And, you know, the the thing is, I think if we resolve the separation from our divine self, then everything will resolve because you won't feel that you're not worthy or you will not even feel like you have to put so much effort to create. You will have, you know, from the state of gratitude will see that you do have plenty to have that joy and to have that inner abundance that you were talking about, which is, is a state of being. It's not actually um, giving more stuff. It's just a, abundance is a state of being like any other you know, I- internal quality that we wanna create within ourselves. And then the definition of money and wealth changes for you, right? Cause that's, you feel you that wealth is the inner wealth that you have that you can, nobody can take away. The market cannot take it away from you. No matter what happens, you still feel that. And that's the most important thing. Again, not that money is no good or bad, money is a tool. And yes, you can experience more of who you are you, if you would like to you know, be more generous, you can be, money can give you that opportunity to, to even like be more generous with other people. And it's a tool and it's great to have, that, I'm not questioning that. But I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is like, before you think about money as a material thing in your life that comes, if you create the estate within yourself, that the inner work that you were saying, it takes a while, right? Because we're changing the way we believe our belief a lack and scarcity that is within all of us. And we believe the power, we give too much power to money, right? The love of power, again, going back to change it to power of love that can open that naturally within us.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's both, right? Mm -hmm. It is that we have to reclaim our power back from money. And we define what wealth is for us Mm -hmm. based on our own soul, our own soul path, our own soul desires, because it's different for each person. Mm -hmm. And we also form a new relationship with money. Because for me, Money is its own love being. It is an aspect of God's source because everything is God's source energy. And when I was able to start connecting with money through my heart as God, as Goddess uh, supplying, supporting me, not because I'm proving myself worthy, but because I am right? And that's the state we're actually cultivating through the journey is that I am, I am that I am one with money. Money is one with me because there is no separation because we know that we are that we know that we are the divine. We know that we are resourced by the divine that we are. And so that's really the journey. And for me, I did grow up in a household where it was never enough quote and always in lack and literally counting money with my mom, the age of six to make sure we had enough. And, you know, going through so many different situations, even though I was an attorney and very successful, I was working for the state don't make a ton of money for the state. Um, And you lived alone, but I've also been in relationships where, you know, it was scary to leave and not have that support anymore. I've been through so many variations of those experiences. And what I really got down to at the root was that I had equated money as you identified earlier with safety and that when I felt that in my body, it was in my core, it was like, Oh my God, I am equating money with safety. If I have money, I'm safe. If I don't, I'm not. Wow. Wow. Right. And then, the more we identify these beliefs, the more we get to go, oh, wow. Okay. So how can I align more with the source that I am? How can I align more with my soul's truth? Because this is what this is all about. Again, whatever context it, it's in, how can I align more to my soul's truth, which is I am safe, but then how do I create that safety? That was a whole process. And then what is that safety and what does it look like? and What does it feel like? And The shift that I felt happen in my body from this constant, even unconscious state of fear and control and lack to, wow, being able to let go and I'm safe, I'm safe. Massive, massive shift for me.
1: Massive. The work that you're talking about that it takes, you know, you need to really dedicate and invest in yourself to really... Allow yourself to go deeper to see what is within me that prevents me from creating what I want. And as you mentioned, what I notice often, security is a big one. Not allowing yourself to receive, which is underneath of that, I'm not worthy, right? You don't even truly believe you're worthy of receiving whatever that you're trying to create in your life, right? And this, this is the going back to become aware of the dialogue within yourself, right? Whenever you're trying to spend money, how do you feel before that? Just, you know, uh, if you, the fact that you're even ignoring money, would anybody want to have a relationship with you? Because you have a relationship with money. How's your relationship with money? You can have a healthy relationship with money, or you can have an unhealthy relationship with If you're not willing to even take a look at your financial situation right because you're ignoring it because that doesn't bring a good feeling within you then that think about it how would you create a real deep relationship or healthy relationship a successful relationship if part of it that you don't want to deal with or ignoring which i see a lot like people don't want to even deal with that in a way right and so all of this is just, we need to examine what is our relationship with money?
0: And really, ultimately, underneath that is what is our relationship with ourself? Because our relationship with money, our relationship with our partners, always, as you know, mm-hmm. comes back to our relationship with ourselves and our own beliefs, energies, feelings, you know, The Wealth Activation, it's a self-study program. It includes all of this for only $367. And I could have made it thousands. I know people are marketing this stuff for thousands, but it's so fundamental to sovereignty. It's so fundamental to to our soul's truth that I made it $367. But I I highly encourage people listening that haven't done this work or only started to dabble into it and you want some sort of structure and container within which you can do this work with energetic and embodiment and journal prompts, and communing with money and practices to really change that relationship. I highly encourage you to check it out for your own benefit. I created it out of a pure offering of love because this is so important. And we are literally shifting right now. I know I've mentioned this a few times already, but we are being asked to shift into unity consciousness and in when we separate ourselves from money we're in separation consciousness and it's not about how much you have how much money we have if our ego is telling us we should have a certain amount we're in ego we're in fear we're in lack it's not about that it's about cultivating that internal state of i am already abundant i am wealth I am infinite, I am divine, I am resourced, I am safe. It's about cultivating those inner states so that as you vibrate at that frequency, then you are no longer unconsciously pushing it away. And you are creating a more receptive state to receive what your soul wants you to receive. And we, I wanna mention that we go through journeys on purpose. When we don't quote have something or we're not experiencing something we want, there's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean you're bad, right? That's such a lie. And that lie is used to control. It does not mean something is wrong with you. What it means is your soul's on a beautiful path of reclamation and you're experiencing what you need to. And what your job is, is to bring consciousness to it so that you can consciously choose, is this an alignment? And if not, how do I create alignment in my life to come back into union with myself, my soul, my truth, the divine, all that is.
1: Yeah, that's the generous offer, uh, Jessica, because as you mentioned, these are fundamental work we need to do. And I don't see it just for creating money. I mean, These are fundamental work that creates the essential thing we need to feel the, as you said, unity with the source and who we truly are. These are like things that we need to recognize to step truly in who we truly are. And our state is a state of abundance, not lack. So if we're examining everything that is we are in scarcity with and lack, that actually. Yet again, is nothing we need to really gain. We need to get rid of the belief that causes us not to step into who we truly are. It goes back to the same thing, right? And this is our, the nature of our reality that we create our own reality. So how do we create it based on those beliefs and thoughts that created by those beliefs? And then your focus is on not having enough which makes you energetically experience more of that, to shift in it, let me test this. If I'm a modern being and get, really examine how do I keep myself in life? And then how can I make it change and see with the experience how gratitude with where I am right now, focusing on what is already great in my life, can actually create more of what i i would want in my life rather than focusing in what is missing or what do i do not have
0: yeah exactly exactly it's where we're putting our attention our energy grows right or mm-hmm. where we put it. yeah our attention energy grows and so yeah. we're putting our attention on lack mm-hmm. we're going to see lack you might literally be given the same amount of say food as somebody else sitting next to you and they might look at it and be like, wow, this is so much food. Oh my God. I'm so grateful. And then you could look at it in your lack mindset and go, oh, that's it. That's mm-hmm. all I, I really wanted more. Right. And, and it's the exact same, but it is our perception that mm-hmm. creates that reality because what are we choosing to perceive and how do we shift our perception to come into that gratitude, into that fullness, into that wholeness. And yeah. I hope that this conversation is helpful for listeners. You know, as you enter in the new year, I feel like we could literally now go on and on about this. I know we're at our time, but I hope that this is helpful. As you look at the year ahead, what your goals are, what your dreams are, what your desires are. One, really make sure they're soul aligned, right? Heart aligned, not ego. And What do you need to cultivate within yourself to receive and create those desires?
1: Mm -hmm. And go deeper to see what is the essence of you trying to create. What is more money, for example, will bring? What quality of life you're looking for? More freedom, more joy. What is it that you think that money can create? And start looking around and see how you already have that in life that you can focus on and expect it's like the same phenomenon that you know when you want to buy a car or as soon as you buy it you see everybody driving it right because now your focus is on that it's not that it's not there it's not that the abundance is not there it's just that your focus is on lack so you're experiencing more of that it's the same thing now if i shift my focus on abundance like i go out and i say oh my god look at the abundance in the nature i saw like of ants coming out of this little hole. I'm like, look, this is abundance, right? There's so many evidence of abundance out there. Start focusing on those, whatever you see, gratitude. And the other thing I wanna quickly mention, if you allow yourself to be happy and in a state of joy for others, when you see them in abundance, it makes you easier to attract it. Jealousy, competition, it, these are all coming from lack and scarcity, which keeps you there. So give, seeing and appreciating and acknowledging other people's success truly from an open heart is actually as you give your receive. So thank you for this beautiful conversation, Jessica. And we'll put a link of your course differently. In our show notes. And it's a great time, as you mentioned, starting a new year with a new set of mindset. I don't like to call it mindset, but beliefs. (laughs) I don't know. uh, We don't usually get great things from our mind. We need to go beyond the intellect,
0: (laughs) into the body.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Into the
0: subconscious, the energy. Mm yeah, yeah. We're cultivating.
1: Mm-hmm. right and then create what we want for ourselves in 2024 from that place
0: yeah and another little quick note i know it's not applicable to wealth conversation but around relationships so i'm also going to be offering revolutionize your relationships a, a free two hour online experiential workshop in february so we'll put the link below for that as well Um, It's a foundational prerequisite offering to a five-month portal transformation to revolutionize your relationship. But the two-hour free workshop is really going to go deep into historical context, into why we're not experiencing freedom in relationships, how we cultivate that freedom and shift out of the old paradigm into the new paradigm with that too. So if you're interested in that, the link's also below. And thank you all for listening, for being here, for sharing your time and energy with us. Hopefully this is helping you cultivate some more awareness and love in your heart and a new relationship as you move forward. Bye.